1: We're live at the Sanctuary Oasis Conference in Las Vegas. Our guest today is EJ Khan, founder and managing partner at SLK Private Wealth. SLK offers distinctive wealth management solutions for individuals and families who seek a partner who can provide all-encompassing financial expertise founded in genuine care for their success. Welcome, EJ.
0: Good morning, Doug. Thanks for having me.
1: So, tell me a little bit about SLK. Where is it located and, and how do you serve your clients? Sure, um, we're located really all over the country. We, we fly to
0: clients from around the country. We office out of Westwood, in, right on top of UCLA on the Wilshire Corridor in LA. And
1: that's where we are and we love what we do. So you just recently joined Sanctuary Wealth. Why independence with Sanctuary? Well, hot ice hot ice. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm
0: being a little bit funny. I love the movie Rookie of the Year, and I had to throw that one at you. Okay. <laughs> but the answer is kind of metaphorically true. We were not just going to go anywhere. So we waited and kept our eye on the market, and, and we really did. The risk that Jim Dixon took is not lost on us. Jim's vision and conviction is something that we truly respect and really convinced us that there was a different kind of player out there, and it stems from the management team. The second part of the question, independence. It had to happen sometimes, the way I think about it. Even our British partner uh, of our group, Jonathan Lewis, he knew he needed to find capitalism way back when his family came here in in the 70s from the UK. It's in our DNA. I'm a German workhorse. Glenn is a Midwestern math major who communicates better than anyone. In fact, he should be here right now. Independence was obvious. Uh, We needed the right team.
1: What are the principles your practice is originally centered on, and how have they shifted over the years? So, my partners met at Smith Barney, and
0: they were both at a great firm, but over time, The firm had become not client-centric. And as Jonathan explains it, there was only one advisor doing things differently, focused on advice and true care for the client. They left the firm to go start an office for First Union in Los Angeles. And the core of our offering really started with quality advice and financial planning. That quality advice helped us really understand clients' holistic needs and to really differentiate ourselves from a team that was just putting clients in financial models and calling it a day. We were very early on to planning, even though it's become a very normal and critical part of every team's mission with their client work. We were very early in that process and helped develop a lot of the planning for the industry, actually.
1: Your firm has achieved consistent growth since you joined, and over the last seven years. What do you attribute that to?
0: Yeah, this is a good one. I I think it's the willingness to lean in and meet clients in the places where you learn about their lives. So whether it's an event for their kids, in their home, at a social event, or charity events, That's when you really get to know people. It's when you're sitting in the car, there's nothing to talk about except really digging into the way that your perspectives are different on the world, listening. Um, We also do a really good job of top-down, kind of within our business, understanding what our business needs to do. We delegate activities, but we have an amazing CRM, that we really lean on, and the team leans on, so that we all know what's going on at all times. It's the best of both worlds. We have members on the team like me managing the client relationships predominantly, and the growth, and more of the front of the house. and We have uh, other members of our team full-time focused on the portfolios. That's different
1: than your average financial advisor. So that's probably some of the reasons why clients are drawn to you. Are there other reasons? And then who's your ideal client?
0: Clients are drawn to each of us. And it, Glenn is a, a former attorney. Jonathan's an MBA who worked in private equity who has a CPA background. We have our chief investment officer who's got one of the more unique backgrounds because he traveled the country for a decade picking alternative managers for the nation's top pensions. My background in investor relations, our, our group is, is very different, and, and it's rare that you find a group where any of the front-facing advisors that you might work with are all top-ranked Forbes Shook advisors who care like we do. Um, our newest clients, though, it, the differentiation right now is that we invite them to compare us to others. That is, is a very different outlook than, I think, your average advisor who really just wants to get that account opened. When they look under the hood of our portfolios, they see how passionate we are and that we've put our money where our, where our clients' money needs to be. We're invested with them, because that's where it makes sense to be, and those portfolios
1: leverage science. Why have you decided, as a practice, to remain an active manager? Yeah, so this is the biggest
0: differentiation for us, and what I kind of brought to the table philosophically when I joined the team, I walked into this team that had great quality advice. But I did a SWOT analysis on the team and and really cared to analyze all the different aspects of our group and and the industry. I felt way too many advisors were focused on putting clients into models and talking about how, oh, industrials look great this quarter, and we're going to shift your portfolio there. And it was a cop-out. because. To me, and through all the research I had read and you know, studied, nobody knows what the next three to six months is going to look like. So what clients are depending on is financial advisors that are actually doing the work. It's very hard to do the work while managing client relationships. So what do you do? Do you have an inauthentic relationship with clients where you push out a model from the top of the house? If you're better than the rest of them, then you're going to make a big impact on the community. So the decision of how to treat active management was critical to that to me. Because what the clients want is a money manager that actually does the activity of leveraging science for them. Bottom-up investing, not investing in areas that are expensive for no reason. So you pick the areas where you need to be passive in in the bond space. Tremendous opportunities in corporate fixed income for us to take on passive ETF strategies. But there are other areas where it makes sense to be active. Our goal is to manage money like a humongous institution would manage money. So, what I did to create that was I brought in truly what I think is the best technical data scientist and investment manager that, that I could find in the industry. I, I got him, uh, his name is Raz He's my business partner of the future uh, because we're both next gen and under 40 and very passionate about being in this industry for the long term. But look, Raz is a CFA, he's a CAIA, an alternative investments analyst. He's an MBA, and he's taken WebScript courses to learn how to pull data off of Bloomberg and populate our own bottom up investing strategies. He's studied how investments actually outperform on the equity side. He's an expert in liquid alternatives. Teams just don't do that. So, even the top teams in the country, they try to be active and have alpha in private capital because it's too hard to do in public markets. We leaned into that challenge and we've over-invested in our research for a typical p and of a private wealth management team. But I think that's the only way to give clients what they actually want, and if I'm going to be selling something in my community, it's the only way for me to hold my head up
1: high regardless of the outcome. So how have you navigated volatility in the markets this year? It might sound like hot ice again, <laughs>
0: but the answer is liquid alternatives. So, how do you get invested to areas that are not correlated to the rest of the market with no investor level gates or illiquidity and no incentive fee? That's liquid alternatives. Very few advisors know um, about this area because very few people know about this area. And this is a next gen product. This is the future. We're investing in non correlated asset classes. We're using those non-correlated asset classes together to create an even less correlated portfolio to the overall market. Strategies like convertible arbitrage, merger arbitrage, long short equity. Strategies like managed futures, which are trend following. And we use some commodities. We even have a little sleeve of gold because that's the only true hedge And it's it's up in the low double digits as a whole this year, even though aspects of the strategy are up more than 30. It's not that all of our client money is there. It certainly is not. And and we're targeting an allocation of about 25%, plus or minus 5%, for clients to make sure that they have a sleeve of this area. Because... It's got about forty percent of the volatility of the S and P five hundred, with a return target of net seven to eight and a half percent, depending on where interest rates go. That's fascinating. People
1: are interested in that. How is your team differentiated on both sides of the balance sheet? Yeah, so I don't want to uh, toot
0: my own horn, but I ran a team at our last broker dealer that was the largest lending group for the broker-dealer, a big 15,000-plus-person broker-dealer. We leaned in here hard, so why does it even matter um, that we're able to be your lender and your financial advisor and lean in on estate planning and life insurance? Uh, For us, it matters because clients have enough on their plates, our core clients are actually quite hilarious. We have the most clients that are business owners. We, we love our business owner clients. We do a lot of analysis on both sides of, of their balance sheet, including their businesses. But our core client are investment managers who just don't have the time to focus on their own personal finance. For any client, they want to lean into one information source to leverage their fee. We're in a wrap account, we don't charge more than our peers, but we can provide more. We can provide lending advice so that we truly are able to tell clients, hey, you're going to buy a home. Do you understand the different types of loans outside of just the 30-year fixed product? Is a seven or 10-year arm appropriate for you? Should you be thinking about interest only? How should you finance your your vehicles? Ultra high net worth clients, this is especially important. Things like premium financing for life insurance. Leverage helps clients stay invested in the markets. It helps clients focus on long-term strategies. And to have a team where clients know they're never going to be paying too much for a loan and where they can delegate the activity of doing the due diligence for the right lender,
1: that's different. And
0: that's what we're intending to be.
1: For somebody who never wanted to be a financial advisor, you're having a great time being a financial advisor. (laughs) You're nodding.
0: I am. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I, I am having a great time. I can't believe who my clients are. That's what gets me up every single day and I drink a lot of coffee, but I also get a lot of energy from my clients. I love the people I work with. I, I, can, I cannot imagine ever believing that I'd be in this situation a decade later or, or a little more than a decade later, You know, from when I was in school thinking about my career. I have the coolest job ever. I learn from my clients. They're growing. And so what it creates, and and I'm a former athlete, I'm a golfer, what it creates is a mentality where if I'm not growing, how can I lead these people? How can I advise them? That's a lifestyle. EJ, your
1: passion is awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. It's my pleasure, and I hope to do it again, Doug. Thank you so much. To learn more about EJ and his team at SLK Private Wealth, please visit slkprivatewealth.com. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, and the Power Your podcast team, this is Doug Heikenden.